Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Morning Inspirations. Let's give God some praise this morning. Clap your hands, stomp your feet, give him some praise, lift your hands up high with me, and tell him that you love him, that you need him, and that you know he's able. Heavenly Father, we come boldly towards the throne this morning. We cast all our cares upon you this morning, because we know that you're able. We know that you sit up high and you look down low, Father God. We know that you intercede on our behalf, and we just want to thank you this morning for all that you have done and all that you will do, Father God. Thank you on this day for breathing your breath into our bodies, Father God. Thank you on this morning, Father God, for every work and limb we have that's moving, oh, Heavenly Father. Thank you for our voices that we lift them up to you this day, oh, Father God. Thank you. Father God, for your grace and your mercy that you woke us up this morning and prepared our table already, oh Father God. As we go forth in this day, Father God, let our hearts stay steadfast on your word, Father God. Let us run this race, oh Heavenly Father. Let us not break our stride, oh Heavenly Father. Let us run until we can't run no more, Father God. We know that you're able to get the oil through, oh Father God. We know that you put us on your will, Father God. Reshape, make, and mold us, O oh Heavenly Father. As we go through this day today, Father God, let us keep praises on our mind, Father God. Praises on our heart, Father God. And praises rolling off our lips, O oh Heavenly Father. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise right now, Father God. We know that no weapon forms against us prosper on this day, Father God, because you have already prepared our table, O oh Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, as we go forth, today, Father God. Let us hear a word from you, Father God. Let us make it make it known, Heavenly Father, as plain as crossing the street, Father God. Father God, we know that you're able, Father God, and we just need a touch. We just need a word from you, Father God, to touch the hem of your garment, Heavenly Father, so that we may be made whole. Father God, we come boldly towards the throne this morning, and we ask this of you, Father God. You said in your word, commanded of me, Father God. Father God, you said your word that you will bless the just as well as the unjust, Father God. You said in your word, Father God, that you will be our butler and our shield, Father God. You said in your word, Lord, as long as we dwell in our secret, secret place, Father God, that we shall abide under your shadow. Father God, we lean into depending on you today, Father God, to be our doctors and our lawyers, Father God. We lean into depending on you, Father God, to be our psychiatrists, Father God. We lean into depending on you, Heavenly Father, to protect us, Father God, and keep our nation's leaders and our family in order, Father God, to be the righteous men and women that you have called them to be, Father God. And we're just waiting in the wings today, Father God, to be your ram in the bush, Father God, so that you can get the glory, Father God, so that you can get the honor, Father God, and you can get the praise right now, Father God. We plead the blood over our lives this morning, and we thank you for every Everything that you have done and everything that you will do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God, sometimes you just gotta scream it to the rooftop and let him know that you know that he's able. That he's able. 
that he's able to change hearts and minds. He's he's able to change your heart. He's able to change your mind. He's able to put a shield around you that's so unbreakable that it can't be shaken. He's able to place your feet on solid ground, not on a cracked foundation, but on a solid foundation, and he'll let you know when he's about to do it. He'll send a sign. He'll send a sign. He'll send a sign. So let's get into this word on this beautiful, beautiful Friday morning as we go forth and prepare our day. Let your heart not be troubled. Let it not be troubled, because he got you. He got you. So when we left off, we left off. You know, I was telling you guys about what I was reading in Genesis. I'm right over here at Genesis 41. And chapter 1 says, And it came to pass at the end of the full two years that Pharaoh dreamed, and behold, he stood by the river. And behold, there came out of the river seven well-flavored, kind, and fat-fleshed. And they fled. They fed in the meadow. And behold, seven other kind came up after them out of the river, ill-flavored and keen flesh, and stood by the other kind upon the brink of the river. And the ear-flavored and the lean flesh kind did eat up the seven well-flavored kind. So Pharaoh awoke. And he slept and dreamed the second time, and behold, seven ears of corn came up upon one stalk, rank and good, and behold, seven thin ears, and blasted with the east wind sprung up after them. And the seven thin ears devoured the seven rank and full ears, and Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, And he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all the wise men, therefore. And Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Then he spoke to the chief butler, and then then spoke the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. Pharaoh was wroth with his servants and put me in the ward and the captain of the guard's house both me and the chief butler and we had dreamed a dream in one night I and he we dream each man according to his we dream each man according to the interpretation of his dreams and there was there and there was there with us a young man a Hebrew a servant of the captain of the guard and we told him and he interpreted to us our dreams to each man according to his dream did he interpret and it came to pass as he interpreted to us so it was me he restored to my office and him he hanged then pharaoh sent and called joseph and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon and he shaved himself and changed his remnants and came into pharaoh and pharaoh said unto joseph i have dreamed a dream and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard, I have heard say thee that thou canst understand a dream to interpret. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Let's stop right there. Let me tell you how mighty our God is. This man has gone from being thrown into a pit 
sold off by his brothers, jealous by his brothers. And the significant part in this whole thing is it's, it's all centered around one thing. Sometimes we can't see that. Sometimes Victoria J can't see that. But I thank the Lord today that he is still working on my behalf. He is still making my cricket path straight. He is still giving me favor. Because these dreams, these dreams, these dreams, these dreams, you guys got to remember, that's what got him in the hot water in the first place. He already was not liked by his brother because brothers, because his father dotted on him. And then he had two dreams, and he went and told them. He didn't do it to be boastful, but they took it that way. They took it as an insult. All this jealous and hate was just surrounding this poor boy. They didn't throw him in a pit because he didn't told them about his dream and his stalks in the field. Well, here he go again with dreams, 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 dreams. He's interpreting dreams from the prison to the king's courtyard. Now, if that's not favor, I don't know what is. If it's not favor, I don't know what it is. So when Pharaoh tells him about these kind, and he tells them, and, and, and for those of you who don't know, and I have been pronouncing it wrong for a minute, I was saying keen and it's kind. There are cows or cattle. And, you know, my Bible tells me what my Matthew Henry tells me first, because I always try to look up the information. The delay of Joseph's enlar- enlargement, it had to wait. It waited, it was two years before the butler remembered Joseph had interpreted his dream. And he was restored to his rightful place at Pharaoh's side. And the baker was hanged. But it does not tell me the significance, uh, excuse me, the significance of why he waited so long. It gives suggestions that maybe, you know, he didn't want Joseph to have favor in Pharaoh's sight. Or possibly, just like it is, it just wasn't the right time. Pharaoh wasn't having no dreams until two years later. Not that my Bible tells me. So after this two-year period of time, he has this dream. And apparently, back then, having dreams, you wanted to know what that dream was all about. So when he sends for his wise men, and he sends for his... They can't interpret anything. The favor of God is with Joseph. It's Joseph's time to rise up. It is his time to rise up. When Pharaoh's spirit was troubled, here comes the butler. So, oh, wait a minute. Oh, we know that he was trying to find favor in Pharaoh's eyes because now he got a tidbit of information that even the magicians and the wise men did that for me. I would say, well, it worked for me, so maybe keep him off my back so he won't send me back to prison. Let me just suggest it. But then back in those days, the way my mom worked, I don't know if I want to say nothing if I was restored to my rightful place. But that's the human part in us because God will use us 
anytime he feels like. He will use the righteous man as well as the unrighteous man. In fact, he tells us in his word that he's married to the backslider. Look at Paul. Paul was running around killing folks because of the name of God and what they believed in and assembling together and God stopped him in his tracks turned his life around and he had a nerd to tell us in the New Testament he ain't done nothing to nobody and he hadn't he hadn't because when God restored his life when God made him stop thinking about the things that he believed in with the flesh and his feeble mind and God showed him what he could do in his life and how he changed his mind and turned things around. God, Paul got a touch from, from God. And we see the same thing here in the Old Testament with Joseph. Joseph was touched by God. And all these things had to happen. And we do that sometimes. Each and last one of us. Each one of us go through a hardship especially as a Christian, especially as a believer. And we ask, where is God? Now, we're not supposed to, but we all do it, whether we do it out of our mouth or in the back of our mind. And God has already worked that thing out and moved on to the next. He has already prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And it may take one month, it may take two months, and it might take two years like it did Joseph. But just to believe, My Bible tells me that God is not a man that he should lie. So it's worked out. We got to learn a little bit of patience, a little bit of faith, and hold on to that grace and mercy that he shows us every day when he breathes breath into our bodies. So Joseph tells Pharaoh, look, you know, I can't give you an answer, but my God can give you an answer. He will, he will give you an answer that will bring you peace. So here we see Joseph giving God the glory, but also not stepping on Pharaoh's toes by saying yay or nay. But he said, I will tell you something, he'll give you peace. So when he tells him of this, he, he proceeds to go on and tells him, he proceeds to go on and tell him that the seven years... The seven in both dreams signifies seven years. And he tells him that he'll have seven years to store up because in seven years there's going to be a phantom in the land. And for the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh's twice. It was because the thing is established by God and God will shortly bring it to pass. God going to bring everything that he says to pass. Genesis 40, 29 through 30 tells us, Behold, there came seven years of great and plenty throughout all the land of Egypt, and there shall arise after them seven years of famine, and all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the phantom shall consume the land. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that phantom following, for it shall be very Grievous. So this tells us right here, look, you better store up while you can. You better store up while you can and be grateful. That's where that peace comes in that Joseph just told him about. Be grateful because, look, God didn't already forewarn you in a dream that you're going to have seven years of good harvest. 
But after those seven years, you're going to have bad, you're going to have seven not so good years. So store up what you can right now. But oh Lord and behold, Joseph didn't know that he was going to be elevated. See, look how God worked that thing out. Sometimes we got to go through some, go through it, go under it, around it, and beneath it. And we can't trace God's hands in it. I know Victoria J certainly can. I had some things thrown at me left and right. I could go through a season of nothing but good, 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 good. And then when it hits, I don't see it coming out of the blue. I don't see the envy, the hatred, the strife, the back problems, the financial problems. I don't see any of the things that's going to hit me. Because in that moment when I'm basking in God's glory and I'm just happy, happy, happy. And I'm running around telling everybody that listen about how happy I am in my relationship with God. When God does not move the way I think he should move, I get all discombobulated. I sometimes, some days my faith is weakened and shaken. That means I'm not on st- steady ground. That means I got to get my heart lined up and in tune with, with, the, with the word of God. I got to keep something that's not going to shake me when things don't look like I can see God's hands in it. And that's what we do as human beings. When we can't see God's hands and stuff, we think our foundation is shaky. And it is shaky because you ain't got enough of his living word down on the inside of you to say, you know, I know that I know that I know that he's able to do all things. My God cannot be defeated. I might see with the natural eye that things look like they're going bad for me. But in my heart, in my soul, all the way down from my head to my toe, I know God done worked that thing out. And it may take a while. But he said, don't be weary in your season. He said, faint not, because he already done did that thing. And that's what we see here for Joseph. When Joseph tells him to elevate somebody, when Joseph tell him to elevate somebody, put somebody in leadership, Joseph didn't know that that Pharaoh was going to put him in leadership. Pharaoh takes off his ring and says, you, you going to be the one. And nobody... Everybody, you're going to be over top of everybody with the exception of me. Look at that leadership. You taken from your father's house in leadership of your master, Potiphar. Now you in leadership with the king. But this had to be set up like this. Sometimes we got to go through stuff and I have to be reminded on a daily basis. You got to be reminded on a daily basis. When you going through that two or three years or four years or five years of hardship, you got to be reminded on a daily basis that God working that thing out. It's not your time. It's his time. Look at all these years this went by with Joseph. It just wasn't his time yet. But the one thing that we forget, and we all fallible, I forget it too. We are all fallible people. We got to hold on to the good times that we was jumping and dancing and clapping for when God gave us a breakthrough. 
We got to hold on to the good times, even though we may not feel like it in that moment. We got to reach back and find something to hold on to until we get to the season where God wants to show himself mighty in our lives. I hope this helps someone today. I hope you enjoyed this, the story of Joseph. And if it be in God's will, we'll see you right back here on Monday. If you can't do anything else today, have some fun. Tell somebody about God's goodness, his grace, and his mercy. Get yourself in a Bible-based church this weekend. And if you can't do that, it's surely enough leaders and ministers and bishop going across your TV screen that you can stream. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick up your feet, get some of God's word down on the inside of you. And if you don't trust that, read it for yourself. Getting your Gathering your information is always the best way to get information. Peace and blessings unto you all. And if it be in God's will, we'll see you right back here on Monday. This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. from 12th Street Talk Back and Morning Inspirations. Did you guys pour into yourself? I hope you poured into yourself today. If not, sometimes we can need a little bit more pouring. And today, I'm here to offer you just that with my new friends and partners, Faithful Counseling. You all always hear me talk about partnering with my Christian Conrads in Christ and always needing that extra shoulder to lean on as well as my faith. Well, today you can take comfort in having that exact same partner with Faithful Counseling. Thank you, Faithful Counseling, for sponsoring this podcast. With Faithful Counseling, you will get access to your needs and you'll be matched with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. That's right, who is a practicing Christian. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's text, chat, phone, or video call. And you can message your therapist at any time to schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With Faithful Counseling, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. I've also linked it in the description below. Let's start pouring into yourself today with your new partner at Faithful Counseling.